This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to another episode of Keeping Carlson Short Shifts. My name is Ben Burnett. Joining me, as always, my pal and yours, Louis Ezekiel. Louis, it's a bit of a bittersweet show for us tonight. Yeah, we are here at the end of Short Shifts Season 2. Uh, who, whoever would have thought. I certainly, <laughs> uh, I well, I would have thought it was Season 2 would end, but I definitely am kind of blown away by... I don't know. It's so hard to talk about this season right now. We've had probably the most discomfort I've ever had playing fantasy sports. Like, it's not fun thinking about this stuff all the time in a season that's kind of overshadowed by a worsening health. Well, maybe not worsening now. You're in the States. I'm in Canada. But you know what I mean? Like, it's just been a it's been a bittersweet season. And I feel very bittersweet about this season of our podcast ending because I am going to I'm going to miss chatting with you twice a week. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and what's going to be nice is I hope that next year we can we can have ourselves a normal one for the first time <laughs> in our podcasting careers. Listen, I I have said often that, you know, what we do does not affect what players do out on the ice. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, our, our podcast has existed for two seasons and they have been two of the most bizarre seasons on <laughs> record. So uh, it would be cool if we could just tone that crap down a little bit for season three. I'm starting to think we shouldn't have uh, wished on that monkey paw to get uh, rich off fantasy hockey. I wish <laughs> I wish that I could just have a fantasy podcast of my very own and that little <laughs> that finger went down. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you only get it. You never get it in all of what you want in those cases or sometimes more than you bargain for. Exactly. And uh, so hopefully we've been more than people have bargained for. Because we, you know, our, our whole thing is we pop in twice a week, we have these quick hits, and we try and deliver as much information as we can. And we are going to try and do that here. The reason I think that it works for us to do the, the season finale on a Tuesday rather than Thursday is that this last week of many leagues has kind of a really weird streaming schedule where Saturday is jam-packed, 30 teams are playing, only one team playing Sunday, and then really the only way that you can stream, I know in most of my leagues, I'm, I'm chock full on Thursday. The only real way to stream is to hit on those Wednesday, Friday, and maybe that one game on Sunday. Um, and so I thought that we would come in, Lewis, and we talk about these teams that play Wednesday and Friday because they are kind of, to me, the only real fantasy relevant teams. Because if you have anyone who's playing a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, you're probably holding on to them until the end of this week. Yeah, I think some of it will come down to like those Saturday sit-start questions, and we'll still be active on Twitter and happy to answer questions there. But uh, yeah, I feel like this is the most useful way that we can kind of uh, 
convey some jam-packed information uh, to our listeners as quick as we can. And as a way to thank them, I think, for for sticking with us all the way through to the end of the season. Yeah, and I think that that's the main, uh, the main thing that we haven't mentioned that we definitely should, which is that, wow, I really appreciate everybody who's listened, who's interacted with us, who's followed us on Twitter, who takes the time to let us know that they've appreciated the show or that they that they are a listener. It's been a it's been pretty humbling. I, I do have to say, and I, I hear people say that sometimes, and uh, I've never said it myself, and it feels weird, but uh, I'm humbled. It's just such a cool opportunity to turn something you love into uh, something that you can share with other people. Uh, and it's just been kind of a cool way for me to wear a different kind of hat. You know, it's not something that I get to do, although I have spent, you know, the whole school year talking into a microphone <laughs> much the same way that I'm doing now. So that's been, uh, you know, that's been something familiar. But yeah, it's just been nice to to try out something new a little bit, something that I haven't really had the opportunity to do otherwise. So it's been really awesome. All right. Well, Lewis, let's get into it. We have eight teams to talk about with a Wednesday, Friday schedule this week. Why don't you bring up the first one? All right, so uh, the first team we're going to talk about are the Montreal Canadiens. They've got games against the Leafs and Jets, uh, and injuries to Brendan Gallagher and Jonathan Drouin have opened up some opportunities uh, at the top of the lineup. That's why I'm interested in a guy like Cole Caulfield. Obviously, he's been uh, you know the talk of, of your dynasty leagues making his way up from Wisconsin and into the league here. Uh, playing line two and power play one, put up four shots in 15 minutes in his first game on Monday and was driving play very nicely. The analytics folks, uh, you know, pushed their glasses up and straightened their pocket protectors and really enjoyed uh, what Cole Caulfield brought to the team there. He's a bit of a boomer bust. Uh, so this isn't a great recommendation for all teams, but if you're in a deep one-year league where you're desperate for someone who could put up some points, I think this is a pretty sneaky play for a guy uh, who looks like he could have the opportunity here against Jets and Leafs you know, that are allowing a fair number of goals these days. Uh, some other guys you could also try, uh, just Barry Kokaniemi. Uh, or Joel Edmondson has been a nice pickup for peripherals. I've, I've streamed him in and out throughout the season. Uh, Jake Allen, of course, is a good opportunity for starts as long as Carey Price is uh, is injured and kind of being treated with kid gloves as they head towards, uh, you know, the end of the season here. Yeah, I like that Cole Caulfield, like, you know, if you're down 20 or 30 heading into Wednesday and you're like, oh, I kind of need a I need a home run swing. I, I like that Caulfield play. The other play that you could go for here, and this is something I've been thinking about a lot. A lot of a lot of teams are playing Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. A lot of goaltenders are going to be playing Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Jake Allen is a very low-rostered goalie who's probably going to get two starts this week. You could do a lot worse than Jake Allen, um, although he hasn't really inspired the same sort of confidence he had in a backup role earlier in the year. But uh, I, yeah, I don't hate the Jake Allen swing either. Let's move over to Winnipeg next, Lewis. I want to talk about the Jets. They play the Oilers and Montreal. They've really struggled of late, though. Connor Hellebuck in particular has been bad. He's had more really bad starts than quality starts in his last six. Very uncharacteristic of the boy. Uh, also, you've got Nikolai Ehlers now out for the rest of the regular season, opening up a spot in the top six and on power play two. So when I look at this Jets lineup, though, without Ehlers, they played their first game last night, got blown out by the Oilers. So you may see some changes, but it started with Mark Shifley playing with Andrew Kopp and Mason Appleton. While the impulse is probably to lean towards Kopp, Appleton was the one who jumped up to power play one and fired seven shots last night. 
He's good for a couple shots and a couple hits per game, even without that seven-shotter. Shooter? I don't know. Appleton's got an interesting chance here, and I, I like him as somebody who could fill the peripheral categories and might give you some points as well. Yeah, definitely an interesting pick. A guy I've been clamoring to talk about on the podcast yes. uh, for a while this season. He's been, you know, hot enough to to bear mention in prepping the show, but not hot enough to actually bring up. So very pleased that he jumped into the lineup. Look, another guy, you know, getting back to the goalies, just like we did on the last one. You were saying how uh, Hellebuck has really been struggling. Laurent Brossois could be an interesting play. Uh, you know, this is one that you want to be careful and you want to make sure you're checking in uh, on goalie post or wherever you, you find your goalie starts. But, you know, he's got a 922 save percentage on the year. He's only started one game in the last month, so he should be well rested. Uh, and if they want to give Hellebuck a bit of a reset as they head towards the postseason, this may be a good opportunity for Brassois and for owners who want to pick this guy up and maybe get a quality start out of him. Yeah, that's kind of wild how long it's been since they've They've given Hellebuck a rest. I mean, he's been pulled a few times in the last few weeks, too. But I, I think that that's right. I, I can't imagine that they don't give Brassois a start this week. And he's been really, really solid. Let's go to our next team, Lewis. Oh, boy. Here's an exciting one. This is uh, <laughs> maybe the least desirable team in the NHL to roster your players on. Uh, you've got uh, this is the Anaheim Ducks. You know, Raquel and Comtois are some pretty interesting players. I, you know, have a special enmity to, to Comtois because he did a lot of damage to me in, in my semifinal match. Um, you know, other than John Gibson at 50%, no other player besides Raquel and Comtois are even rostered in 25% of Yahoo leagues. So, you know, those guys are interesting. If you want shots, Raquel is your guy. If you want hits, Comtois is a good option. Um, but if you're in a deeper league and maybe you need a, a, a chance at points or some power play production, maybe you think about Jamie Drysdale on power play one for Anaheim. That could be a guy uh, who might be able to put something together for you. If you've been watching the goals roll in uh, from the West Coast, you've seen him pop up uh, every once in a while there. So it could be an interesting could be an interesting option. Yeah, it's I mean, when we're getting down to Drysdale and like I'm looking at Cam Fowler or Kevin Shattenkirk, things are getting a little bleak at this point. And you're basically, that's when you're you're adding somebody and just praying that they do something. Um, I honestly, I would love to add to this. You know, we, we both tried to bring some guys forward, but I really don't know what you're going to do. You know, Gibson's given up some starts to uh, Anthony Stoller, Stoley the goalie. And he, I was shocked to see a 926 save percentage on the season. I'd expect he'll get a start this week, but do I trust him, Lewis? Hell no, I don't trust him. Because this team stinks, and I am ignoring them, if at all possible. So, yes, sure, Drysdale, Stolers, if, if you have to. But these would be, so far, the guys I rank at the very bottom of the list. Yeah, Stolars is so Mirage-esque that I'd rather have Tokarski, and I, I called him a Mirage previously. So <laughs> I would definitely rather have Tokarski, especially because he's, uh, he's still being pretty productive. So credit to that guy. All right, uh, let's take it next to L.A., where basically we've seen a team that, you know, they're also tough to find value on, but they at least have a competent top line and a clear and valuable power play one defenseman. And you've had Cal Peterson be pretty good for most of the season. Um, he did struggle this week or last week in a back-to-back. -back. He played both halves. And Jonathan Quick came in Monday and put up a great start in a win over Anaheim. The Kings do have Anaheim three more times this week. I wouldn't be shocked at all to see Quick get a start or two here. 
to give Peterson a little rest, you know, a little reset as well. And if he goes, I really don't mind him in a game against Anaheim, a team that does not scare me at all. Yeah, I like that idea, especially because, you know, probably a guy who is widely available. Kind of sad to see how they set Peterson up to fail in a, a little bit there. Uh, you know, starting both halves of the B2B and then giving Quick an opportunity to, to play against a weak Anaheim team. But yeah, I think uh, I think that does provide an interesting option. Like you say, with with Anaheim all week, that's a very appealing schedule. There's going to be some real opportunity uh, from an otherwise not super exciting team. If you're not going to grab Quick, maybe hop on the Adrian Kempe bandwagon one more time. See if you can recapture some of that early season magic. He's already got a point this week. Um, he's been pretty dreadful otherwise, though, so it's not super exciting. But listen, against uh, against the Ducks, anything can happen. So uh, it might be worth a look. Next, we're going to talk about a couple teams at the top of the West. You're listening to Short Shifts. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma money spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash win money to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC, maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Welcome back to Short Shifts. Lewis, is it your turn to start this team or mine? I'm going to go. Go for it, my friend. All right. So uh, let's talk about some good teams. <laughs> let's get ourselves uh, changed up a little bit. Although, we got to say, this is, uh, this is a team that has been slumping a little bit well, and, uh, with and some Lewis, tough outings. It will express all due respect to our friends on the West Coast. Yes, yes, of course. <laughs> uh, so Colorado is a team we discussed last week um, when we saw Randon hit the COVID-19 list as Andre Burakovsky hopped onto line one and power play one. Uh, hopefully you listened and grabbed him. He's been a total stud ever since. However, uh, we may see Rantanen back soon. He could be back by Friday. Uh, so hold Burakovsky, uh, at least for this game. But if you're in a deeper league and looking for a start, you know Colorado is kind of hard to stream from. Um, so just something to keep in mind. Uh, I also brought up JT Comfer last week as someone who was playing on Power Play 1. Uh, you know, could be interesting just since he's out there and he may have a puck bump into him and he's been playing line two with Kadri. But yeah, this is not someone who, you know, has been very exciting. Uh, I got to ask, how are we feeling about Devin Dubnik? <laughs> yeah, I think when I look at this team, it's tough to sort of, as you said, it's tough to stream off. It's tough to really find anything here. You know, I would love to grab Ryan Graves and feel like he's going to give me some peripherals, but they've really lagged this year. And so if I were, if I needed to stream off Colorado, I might try and chase wins uh, here with Devin Dubnik. He's been fairly eh since joining the Avs, but he's been less bad than Jonas Johansson, which, you know, that's basically a compliment almost. So, uh, 
You know, there aren't many locks in the NHL like an Avs win. I trust Doob more than, you know, a guy who you you may have guaranteed a win for on uh, on Twitter a few <laughs> months ago, Hunter Mishka. Yeah, that didn't go so hot. No. You know, we talked about this last week that basically the idea of bringing Dubnik in is to have that veteran presence in there to sort of help solidify things on the back end and then hopefully serve as a backup once uh, Grubauer returns uh, for the playoffs, I'm sure is their hope. Um so I think he is going to get more of those starts than Johansson, who, like you said, has not been doing so hot, and just sort of giving him the the veteran uh, the veteran advantage there. All right, let's go next to Vegas, the other contender in that Pacific Division. Vegas has Colorado and Arizona Wednesday, Friday, and that Colorado game could be a bit stingy. They're also sometimes tough to stream off, but if you have a chance at Chandler Stevenson, he's twenty eight percent rostered maybe one of the lowest-owned, productive top-line players in the league. Uh, otherwise, I guess I'd look at a guy like Matthias Janmark. He's at least getting uh, power play time with Pacioretty and Mark Stone, though he does not have the best even-strength deployment. He's on line three there. Yeah, Janmark's an interesting play. Uh, Janmark Nielen now. Um, you know, just keep in mind that his recent stats are a bit of a mirage. Uh, he received a nice pass, a friendly pass for an empty net goal. Uh, last week, so just something to keep in mind. Uh, Braden McNabb might also be an interesting pickup for you. You know, not very exciting, but the kind of guy who is pretty reliable for a handful of shots, hits, and or blocks. So uh, that could be a good play too, especially if you're looking to stuff categories in a Cats league. Uh, how about Arizona, a team without its best player? We talked about it last week as as Connor Garland is out week to week. Um, but we spent some time talking about whether there were any interesting forwards in Arizona and, you know, starting to think that his injury has created some decent upside for some of these players out in the desert. Uh, I think we have to admit that good Mike Bunting, still just 3% roster, deserves some respect. He's averaged two shots and two hits a game over the last month, still getting top line and top power play moments. Of course, there's no guarantees that he's going to be productive. You know, this is a, a Coyotes team that isn't always wildly successful on offense. But uh, this is a guy who deserves some love. And this is a quality, widely available option in Arizona. You know, he's kind of like a light version of Chandler Stevenson, I think, in terms of having great deployment. Um you know, uh, in terms of what lines he's covering. Although, of course, obviously the quality of players surrounding him is not as exciting. Yeah, uh, one of those players who's actually playing with him is Alex Goligoski, only rostered in about a third of Yahoo leagues, which was really shocking to me. Maybe because it's so late in the season that he turned it on, and a lot of uh, a lot of leagues have already resolved themselves. Fewer player, fewer teams playing, but a great schedule for Goligoski. He's been really good, eleven points in the last twelve, and he's splitting that top power play billing with Jacob Chikrin, the superstar, who I said I was worried about last week, and guess what? He's been amazing ever since. Goalie should probably be rostered in most leagues this week. And one bonus option here, I would say Aiden Hill represents an interesting spot start. I would think he'll get a start here with Ronta injured and with uh, with Kemper getting shelled last night. You could do worse for a goalie st- spot start, especially if he gets that Sharks game on Wednesday. Let's go over to that Sharks team, in fact. And uh, this is our last team of the of the week, the last team of the season that we're going to talk about. Why wouldn't we talk about the boys in teal? Uh, the Sharks have the Yotes and the Avs this week, and they have some injuries which have caused their lines to mix up in a bit of an interesting way. Uh, they don't have Ke- or they didn't have Kevin LeBanc or Ryan Donato. 
uh, Monday. Instead, they had Alex Barabanov and Rudolf's Balsers. They drew into the top six. I kind of like Balsers, especially in hits leagues, but I think I prefer Barabanov, Barry Bonzov, who played 17 minutes and got power play time alongside Logan Couture and Timo Meyer. That's who I would take. I would take the bigger swing on Barabanov. Uh, he did get a goal Monday. Hopefully that portends some big things the rest of this week. Sure. And then, uh, you know, not not a ton of options here. Uh, happy to end with Eric Carlson's team, of course, but we're not going to talk about him right now. Um, if you are in a, you know, if you're looking for a very under the radar uh, option, if you're maybe in a hits league, you could do worse than picking up Greg Patteron, uh, former Michigan Wolverine. You know, just a guy who who can provide for you in that category. But other than that, you know, I think you covered the the interesting options at forward. Uh, not super hyped to grab any defenseman in San Jose, but that could be a niche option if you're trying to fill, uh, you know, that very particular slot. Lewis, we're at the end of season two of. Uh, keeping Carlson short shifts. I have to know, how did you manage to end it with a Michigan Wolverine? Like, I, I just don't understand how you made it work. Listen, I, I actually jumped into the notes and, you know, was clawing around trying to find anything that would be interesting to add in there. And then I see a little note pop up that said, hey, Pattern, you know, that might be an interesting guy in Deep League. So you uh, you served it up to me without knowing that I was going to make the Michigan connection. But, you know, that is that is the calling card. So I had to drop it while I could. As you know, not going to have well any more deserved. options the remainder of the season. Yeah, absolutely. Well deserved. Lewis, that is all the time that we have on this this season of Keeping Carlson Short Shift. I want to thank you so much for hanging out with me all year. And as I said earlier, I want to thank again the many people who have been listening this season. We wouldn't be doing it if you weren't listening. So we really appreciate all the feedback. And uh, I'm going to miss you guys. We'll, uh, we'll see you next year. Yeah, I can't wait. And we should be in from time to time, you know, over the off season with some content for everybody. Uh, you know, there's some interesting things coming up. So uh, definitely stay tuned. But uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have to say goodbye until next time. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, please give us a follow at Short Shifts KK. We will continue uh, to talk hockey all through the playoffs and the off season. Uh, thanks, of course, to Brian and Elon at Keeping Carlson uh, for giving us the opportunity uh, for for thinking that we were worth taking a swing on. It's been so exciting to get to work with them. Uh, you can also follow Dave Batten of the Stream Scheme, the guy who lights my competitive fire. He's at NHL Stream Scheme. Always fun to play with Dave. Uh, visit the great sites we research our episodes with at Yahoo, Frozen Tools, Natural, Stat Trick, and Cuckupful.com. Our intro and outro music was created by Pat Roach. And until we see you next time, you got to remember this because it's going to be a minute before I get a chance to remind you, please play smart and keep your shifts short.